working with 70 child soldiers was a little bit unnerving, and I was wondering what if they don't like what I bring. I could see in their eyes, they're wondering, who the hell is he? And others were very, very curious. The first thing I did was to play some music for them. I told them music, music can be used for healing as it, it is done in the villages before, you know, all these soldiers come and take over. So I told them, if you had a chance to sing a song and the world is going to hear you, what would you sing? And I had to give them an example of how you could feel sad through music, how you could feel happy through music. And by, by doing this, I just played a little flute and I told them, tell me how you feel. And they told me, you feel sad in the heart. And then I played another instrument and I said, how do you feel right now? And I could see the changes on their faces, they were smiling. So they said, we get it. There was like immediate communication back and forth there. When I invited them to join in, some of them came right forward and started singing, especially those who had like hip-hop songs, you know, something about to do with American culture. So they would kind of try to show up in the beginning. But there was one young man who just kept away. He just, he was paying attention, but he didn't join into the, you know, in the circle where people were singing. And the next day he said, I have a song. I have a message to send. And when he sang, I'm telling you, we all just, you know, kind of sobered up. He started by just telling us, being in the army is not a job for children. Politicians need to pay attention, do everything to make sure they're not in the army. I later on asked someone who had talked to him and I found out that this young man had actually killed 26 people. So he was a haunted young man. At one point he escaped from the rebels and the rebels were able to trace him and find out where he was with his uncle, who they came and killed. And I don't know where he got the strength to escape again. The rest of the people who were singing in the background uh, vocals that he taught us how to respond, actually, uh, whenever he said these points, they would shake their heads to, you know, acknowledge that, yes, what he's saying is right. We should have an education, not carry arms. Some of them didn't want to embarrass themselves by singing because they thought they were not singers. And I said, you know, if you have a message to say, you could recite it, you could say whatever you want to say, the mic is yours and I'm here, I have all the time. 
na mimi nashukuru kuona mlitutembelea na mnatufundisha miziki and this young man just jumped out and he said i have a message to the world that being in the army is not our choice we were forced to be in the army we were kidnapped and forced to do what we did in the army it was so important for this young man to make sure that the world knew that it's not their choice that they've done all these bad things most of these boys, the story is more or less the same. They were all kidnapped very young, made to kill somebody they love, so that they can be ruthless, so they so they have no heart, and and that's what it is. With music, they were able to show emotion. They were able to to show little tears in the corner of their eyes. They were able to show happiness, and. Uh, I think that's the hurt that is taken away by these rebels. And I think with music you can bring them closer to that place that has been taken away from them. After spending some time with the boys, I was told we are going to visit girls. And these girls were sexually abused. Some of them were kidnapped and made into sex slaves, um, the kind of people you'd expect to be intimidated and not to really come out and share their experience. So I had to work a little hard to try to bring them out. But there was a story of one girl who, who had been kidnapped when she was returning home from school. She was only 13 around that time, and they made her into a sex slave where they all shared her. And eventually, because she wasn't getting treatment after multiple rapes, she started, you know, rotting away. And they thought she was dead. They just left her there. And luckily now, she had some energy she had kept inside. And she crawled away and found some lady, old woman, who took her in, washed her, and then later on brought her to the hospital. And eventually she ended up in this center where the other girls were. At the same time, even though it's a really sad story, it's a story of hope. This girl hasn't given up. Even though her, her real family is so embarrassed because she's been raped, she means nothing to them anymore because no one will marry her. In the workshop with the girls, I, um, I showed them that you can make mistakes and that it's okay to not have a beautiful voice, but just do your best and we are all going to listen. Um, then this young girl, she's about 18, said, I have a song. And originally I'd ask everybody to teach us to sing with them. They would teach us call response, where somebody sings and people respond. She said, no, the song I have, I'm going to sing alone. She didn't even wait for the man who was accompanying her. She just started really throwing out this beautiful voice. <laughs> She's talking about how women in Congo have left villages because there's no peace in the villages. All the people were crying. What happened? What happened to Africa? We need peace in Africa. 
Vita imeacha wali mwengu walia mujini na vijijini hakuna mani Watu wa vijijini walia walali nyumbani vitu na vifungo vyao vimepoa Ubakaji wazuka kwa wake na binti zao hakuna mani vijijini makongo Wanaokimbilia mujini wanzania kwamba wamepo na nyumba nazo zimepanda bei Each day I would record these young people singing and then the following day would spend part of the day just listening to what they had done you'd, you'd see those who were shy now they stood tall you could see that the music brought back their self-esteem. And I could see that little fire has been brought back. These songs, they're not like traditional songs that you find like in a typical African village that are passed on from generation to generation, you find that these are songs, they were all songs about peace. They're songs that these people have been singing to, to make themselves feel good by saying we need peace. This is their way of expressing themselves. You find almost every single song had the word Amani, which is peace. This reaffirmed to them that it's okay to talk about what you're feeling inside. It's okay to say you you were abused. You know, I'm suffering. I've lost my relatives. I've lost my family. I don't even know where my father is. It became okay to bring out these sad stories. <laughs> the last day I spent there was quite sad because I told them I wasn't coming back the next day. I told them I'll do my best to come back in a year or so, which is the promise that I can't completely keep, you know, and the only way I could go back is if the rebels don't go back to that area. And in back of my mind, I also was wondering, are these people going to be alive when I come back? Are they going to be kidnapped? What stories am I going to hear? Are they going to be really, really sad stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah.